1: Children's box.
0: Why, what, and how? Fuse 8 and Kate will break it down for you now.
1: Hey, Kate. Mm-hmm. What time is it? Uh, it is. No. Nat- t- no, no, oh, no. not not the physical, not, the, not the, the clocky time. Not with the hours and what the What time, time of year is it? Autumn? Autumn? Autumn! It is fall! Yay! Fall has fallen. About time. Time. And your house is freaking full of fall stuff. Yeah. The whole, the whole, like your kitchen. Yeah. You put fall stuff in your kitchen. I put fall stuff everywhere. You put fall stuff on your, on your, on your coffee table. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. Your and, coffee table is empty except for fall stuff.
0: And I, we just got a poster of um, someone's interpretation of the cover of Sleepy Hollow.
1: What? Wait, what? Yeah. Wait, where was that? I did not see this.
0: Anderson Design Group. They make these like. uh... Different like city designs That kind of are retro And we just got the Sleepy Hollow one I haven't put it up Does yet. it show they do it, different, Jacobod Crane? Because uh, that dude's hot No, it's the uh, Headless Horseman That dude's not They hot. do different kinds of like Classic book covers as yeah, well Yeah, yeah, that's awesome I, I emailed them saying Hey, can you guys do a Christmas carol So that like come oh, Christmas season yeah. I can put that up Oh, that would be a great
1: idea Right? I love that idea Thank you What would you do for spring? Uh, uh, Jesus! Wait, Okay, moving on. I I don't know, you think of a spring book. I don't know, (laughs) I was thinking like bunnies. Bunny, we we know. (laughs) Runaway bunny? Runaway, uh, no. No? I think I go with Jesus on that one. Alright, you do Jesus. Yay, Jesus! I do bunnies. So this week's book does not have any Jesus in it. Not (laughs) unless you're getting super metaphorical on me. Which you won't. But first, who are you? Oh, I am Catherine. Who are me? Elizabeth. Correct. And uh, what we do? <laughs> we talk. Yay. <laughs> we talk big words some. Yes. <laughs> books and things. Books and things and stuff. Yeah. Uh, yes. And what do we talk about? Uh, children's picture books. Nice. I like the specificity of that thank you yep i also like that i was able to pronounce the word specificity, specificity. i still can't do that with the retainer in my I, oh that's right that's true speci- 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 <gasps> speci- specifically we talk about picture books correct and uh and we determine something about them we determine if they are good or if they are not so good And Classic or not Right, and we're looking at books that would be typically considered classic These are books that are well known to the general American populace of the 21st century Unless you're me Right, well that's why we bring you in Um, (laughs) But this is a good thing Because it it is interesting which ones you have not heard of And it is, well we have already proven that you have not heard of uh, today's book Because I tested you on it last week And it did not ring any bells
0: Did it? I remember you asked something about monsters. Very
1: good. That's all I remember. Well, that's that's going to be so. I don't even remember who wrote it. (laughs) That's oh, you wouldn't uh, actually. Nobody remembers who wrote this book. This is one of those rare books where no one remembers the author, and even fewer people remember the illustrator. Uh, But they remember the book. So this is the book that I would say uh, pretty much inspired. Don't let the pigeon. Drive the Bus, every book that came after it. Uh, it's really, oh, in some it ways... broke the fourth wall? It's the very first picture book, and, okay, maybe not the very first. Um, if I say it's the very first picture book that broke the fourth wall, someone's going to come up with some obscure Australian book from 1910... That did it but Australian? I don't know <laughs> I was, I'm was, i making stuff up man oh, Okay. There's probably one though I, I, I don't know the Australian oeuvre So it seemed unlikely to guess And you call yourself a librarian I know I'm, uh, Shame <laughs> I only know Australia from 1937 to 1945
0: So <sighs> you got a degree Seriously
1: That class I missed Okay what's this monster book? Uh, This monster book is one that requires you to imitate the voice of Frank Oz. We'll pull it out now. Oh jeez. Mm-hmm. Like, like, like Miss Piggy
0: Frank Oz? Nope, not Miss Piggy. Like Grover Frank <gasps> Oz? Like Yoda? Oh, really? It is Sesame Street. What's the title?
1: The Monster
0: at the End of This Book.
1: Starring. Starring lovable furry old. Yeah, old, but you know, but, Grover. Yeah, it's a phrase. Furry old Grover old Grover, like good old. old, like good old Kate. We don't think you're no, no, old. No, you do Ol apostrophe. You do not put a D at that. I disagree entirely. I think it would be with a D. A strong, firm apostrophe, less D. Aww. And uh, and you'll note there is no author or illustrator noted anywhere on this cover. So uh, apparently it spawned itself. Can you do? Can you say
0: what Grover is saying? In a I will attempt voice? it, but
1: my Grover is a little rusty. But hello, everybody. That's the closest. That's it's okay. I get better it's, as I go. It's not. It's, it's not the good gravelly
0: part of the uh, voice then. Yes. It, yeah,
1: yeah. 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 Because really, you have to do Yoda, but um, without the wisdom. <laughs> That's all Grover is Well, yeah And also he can speak his sentences correctly And not just put the verb and the subject noun And the weird, yeah Okay Alright, go read that book While Kate's reading her book I'm going to give you some information about this book Usually I give you information um, that Kate is not privy to until later I didn't really want to do that this time, because I think much of the information about this book is actually rather interesting. So I'm gonna tell you uh, what sequels came after it. You may not know this, but The Monster at the end of the Book was kind of part of a series. Uh, But it was... These are the other books that came out, sort of in the same vein, with the same author and illustrator. Hide and Seek with Lovable Furry Old Grover. Please do not open this book. And the rather dire sounding lovable furry old grover's resting places. I cannot attest to whether or not this is a place where he puts his lovable furry secret kills. Maybe it is. Uh, there was also one abomination. We will get to that abomination later in the podcast. And we're back! Hello! 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 I, I can't uh, do it. Hello! Wait, that's the queen. <laughs> <I'm sorry. laughs> what? I do, Hello, I everybody. There, there we you know. go. Yeah. Yeah,
0: I confuse the Queen and Grover all the all time. All the
1: time. Like, Your Majesty. I'm not Your <laughs> Majesty. Yeah. And then you just throw your arms around the Queen, like, You are adorable.
0: <laughs> it's like, <sighs> awkward. Uh, so, it so, why isn't the author and
1: illustrator listed on the cover? Fascinating, because they're on the spine. Now I'm trying to and remember. And they're
0: listed on the title page. Yeah, they're on
1: the, on the title page. Um, I don't know the answer to that. I guess this is the original cover, though this is certainly not the original format this book would have taken. So this is a a little golden book. Little golden books were usually much smaller. You have a large, blown-up, fancy edition in your hands. But they were small with cheap paper in between, and then these, like, cardboard covers, and then... Do you ever see these? Like, this spine would be, like, pure gold. It would be, like, this shiny, shiny... It's not now, but it oh. used to be, like, this shiny gold. And it was, like, foil, like, shiny gold. And kids would just be, like, woo! Yeah. And, like... Because these were books that they would sell in supermarkets. Oh. Uh, they would have these whole displays in supermarkets. And then they'd be, like, shiny gold. And then, like, they would sell, like, hot cakes, Which is why, for some ungodly reason, the best-selling picture book of all time... Do you know what the best-selling picture book of all time is? No. Why well, it's the pokey little puppy, of course. And you'd be like, never heard of that book. Nope. There's a good reason for that. Um, It was a little golden book that had a lovely gold spine. They sold tons of it through supermarkets. And this would have been one of those kinds of books. But this book has risen above its simple little golden book uh, beginnings. And yet, uh, no author's name on the cover or illustrator.
0: Yeah. You know what else is weird? What's it? There's a picture of a trash can and Oscar's not in it.
1: Well, it's full of trash. But I expected to no see Oscar. It. No, it is weird, but if oh come on, admit it. if Oscar was on the cover of this book, you'd be like, Give me some Oscar. I want some Oscar. And this is or, he would completely like make it his own book. Or if you
0: have see the title as the monster at the end of this um, book, he might think maybe it's Oscar.
1: But Oscar's not a monster, he's a grouch. I think we've established the lineage in this book. Okay, quite so well. what what defines a monster? A monster is not a grouch. A monster is defined by what it is not. and It is not a grouch. What? No. Oscar, monsters co- and grouches are completely different critters. No way. Oh yes. Says who? Says the world. Says science. Says science. No. Says New York. No. no. I disagree. No, I monsters and grouches are completely different. No, they're not. No, grouches no. are not a subset of monsters. Grouches he he's not a grouch is not a thing. It, it is. There is a whole, like, civilization of grouches. But they're monsters. No, they're grouches. I don't believe you. Alright. Gentle listener. If you agree with me, please email us at fuse8kate at gmail.com. Thank you. And if you agree with me, I'll give you $20. Okay, don't <laughs> listen to her. <laughs> she can't afford you. Alright. So, So yeah, but it's by John Smol- Stone and Michael Smolin. Yes, illustrated by Michael Smolin. Michael Smolin. Never heard from him again after this Smolin? book. Smolin? Yep.
0: Sure. This could be Smolin. Could be Smolin. Because it's only one The 1-0. app, you, The
1: app used to call him Smolins, but I don't know if the app was accurate. So. Uh. Yeah.
0: When parents or teachers or librarians read this aloud, they imitate... Grover's voice Because uh, I
1: can't speak for everybody But they better Because when can I imagine? was
0: When I was reading this In my head uh-huh. It was in Grover's voice Yeah can you Well I mean Let's it's imagine like that you don't It's like you tell don't... someone Like imagine Morgan Freeman Reading this paragraph And then when you read it And you can only think Of yeah. Morgan Freeman
1: Reading that paragraph It's it's like that But it's Grover Though it is possible I would say That there is a children's librarian Out there somewhere Who has never heard of Grover No It is totally possible Could have grown up In a home with no television uh-huh. is only vaguely aware of the world of Sesame Street, picks up this book, and then reads it in an entirely different voice. Much to, I would say, the heart attacks of all On present. On the first page,
0: what did that say? Did that say <laughs> there
1: will be a monster at the end of this
0: book? It did. Oh, I am so scared of monsters. <laughs> you can do it. You
1: could. It wouldn't be as fun, but you can do it. Yeah. hmm Yeah. So what do you think?
0: Well, Grover is scared of monsters, right? He
1: is, is and the he, premise.
0: And, and the whole book, he's like, don't turn the page. There's going to be a monster at the end of the book. It's so. literally
1: the name of this book, and right. so let's avoid our fate, though we have no free will.
0: Why is he afraid of monsters? He is, like, Well, he's a, child's,
1: he's a child substitute, so he is a stand-in for children, which is why the monsters were created for Sesame Street in the first place, was to make them uh, something comprehensible that a child... Would then not be afraid of monsters Because if you're afraid of monsters, these are monsters How could you be afraid of these? It doesn't really work because my son Rejects them outright as monsters I'll be like, Cookie Monster's a monster He's like, no, Cookie Monster's his name He is not actually a monster I'm like, okay, well, your logic is just Circles around <laughs> mine, so, yeah
0: Why is he, I, I get that, okay If he's a substitute for a child, but he's a monster himself So Well, he seems to have forgotten that fact
1: Is he, like, scared of certain kinds of monsters? No, I think it's just the aspect, the idea of a monster A monster is a scary thing Just in general And so therefore, he would be scared of it As I was reading this Ah.
0: I kept seeing, like, the text change And I immediately thought of Schoolhouse Rock
1: It's very... Okay, so this book came out in 1971 Oh, so it's definitely definitely the era of Schoolhouse Rock I would also say early Sesame Street shorts also utilize this kind of. One, two,
0: three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine,
1: ten, eleven, twelve. Doo, 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 doo. Yeah, it utilizes this kind of font. You've got this bubble font sometimes, and you've got this kind of. It, it looks like it's popping off the page. It's. But the super, colors, too. The colors are very, 70s. are very. And the stars. I don't know why stars would be 70s, but they are. The way they do them. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And then, so he's trying everything he can. He tries to, like, tie the pages
1: together. Yeah, he
0: tries every
1: he, method He possible. tries to
0: um, nail wood to, One, the, to yeah. the page and thinking that we won't be able to turn it.
1: Yeah, and you always see in the margins where the previous page has, like, fallen to pieces. Mm. Which is a nice touch.
0: But why does he need a rake to build a brick wall to stop you from turning the page?
1: Now, admittedly, I haven't built many brick walls in my day. I mean, you might just as well ask, why is there glue? I mean, you don't use glue to make a brick wall. But the rake is a... The rake's a... I mean, okay. (sighs) We're stretching a bit here. But if you want to be on level ground, wouldn't you take the rake, level the ground, get all the rocks out from underneath where you're going to be building your wall. And then after you have removed the rocks and you have made the ground as level as possible, then you would build your wall. There you go. Rake explained,
0: and the bucket of water I guess is for the cement, and the lunchbox because he's hungry. Well,
1: yeah, he <laughs> clearly if you're gonna make a brick wall, it's gonna take a while. And for for some reason, especially in the 70s, and I'm getting this from Doonesbury comics, uh, workmen who would build brick walls were always seen with their lunches. Yeah, at all times. Like I <laughs> guess this was a common thing kids would see, and so they're just like, okay. So he does everything he can. Lord knows what happened to that lunchbox after the wall fall. Yeah. And
0: so he says, you know, please don't turn the last page. I'm so scared. Please don't turn it. Please don't turn it. Please don't turn it. And then it says, well, look at that. This is the end of the book and it's only, and the only one here is me. I, lovable furry old Grover, am the monster at the end of this book. And you were so scared. I told you, I told you there was nothing to be afraid of. I do not like this ending.
1: Wait, that's not the ending.
0: Okay, well, it's the last That's page. That's the last page. He says, oh, I'm so embarrassed. Yeah, yeah. But this, this, I don't like this.
1: Really? No. Because the kid can clearly see that he is overcompensating for his own faults.
0: I feel like he, there needs to be that moment of
1: realization. It is a complete, yeah, it is funny that it's how you read it to a certain extent. The way that I would read it would be, I, lovable the old Grover am the monster at the end of this book. But the question is, does the kid know from the start or not? I mean, he says, well, look at that. but Well, look at that.
0: But it, I feel like it should be like a, a oh, it's me. Oh, I'm the monster It's It doesn't do It's that. like it's,
1: it's missing a two page turn I would agree It is weird that you go straight into realization Having gone from I, I guess they just wanted a quick ending Yeah Yeah, because it goes from Please, please, like begging you Not to turn the page right. To It's me It's me Which Who saw that one coming Which is fine on a multiple read, I'd say On the first read, it's it's awkward but if the kid already knew from the start, like, if you reread this book to them, then that's fine.
0: Right. I'd say, yeah. But
1: but yeah. Me on the first reading this right, for the, first, for the first, time, first time, I'm like,
0: I feel like I missed something. Like, there's that there was no realization, and yeah. I feel like it doesn't really fit Grover's character to not go through the
1: steps. You find he's a more self-reflective character than... Well, sometimes. I if mean, if we're he, taking the book without any knowledge the... of the TV show...
0: I mean, on the last page, he says... Oh, I'm so embarrassed Oh, I am so embarrassed I mean, that's kind of like him
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah But, so I, I guess, I don't know I just don't feel like this reflects him
1: Okay, so this does not reflect Grover's truth to you No <laughs> Oh, it's interesting I don't know, I think it's a pretty accurate representation of Grover's personality Up to a until certain extent. the end Interesting
0: I just feel like Grover would be more self-reflective, less um, covering his tracks. Uh, uh, Because that's what he said. He's like, "Uh, oh, it was me. Ah, And you were the one that was scared. Ha 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 ha. Silly you. I'm so embarrassed. Like, there needs to be. That's
1: interesting. There needs to be at least that, oh. Maybe. Well, but this is 1971. Maybe early Grover, this was his personality. Maybe the publisher couldn't afford another page. Maybe that's... Well, that's also actually entirely possible Since yeah. we're talking about little golden books here I should I should give a little Little golden book background It'd Be Above and beyond what I just said There is a book Wait, about a the little, history of them A, a oh. B-L Uh, no G-B? No. Little Golden Go- uh, book a, a
0: big little, because they call this a big little
1: It is a big, this is a, a large Format book, So a B-L-G-B-B Yes, let me They've give you a little golden BLGBB, <laughs> <There you go. laughs> as we like to call it in the biz. <laughs> I'll give you a little uh, BLGBB. Um So there is a there is a history of little golden books collected in the book Golden Legacy: The Story of Golden Books. It's by Leonard Marcus. If anyone wants to know the full history of golden books, you can certainly do so. Uh, there actually, I I know golden book collectors who will go to uh, used bookstores and such to find the rarest of the golden books because. These were ephemeral. People read them and tossed them. Because they were, like I said, cheap old paper. Now, some classics, a couple classics came out of them. One or five, maybe, at most. I don't have... You will not find this book in the Norton Anthology of Children's Literature. It does not appear in the 100 Best Books for Children. Uh, Did it show up on your blog? It did show up on my blog. The first time I did the poll, it was at number 22, that's pretty high. The second time, it was number 10. That's really high. It's super high. Wow. Super high for a little golden book
0: from a... From, from the,
1: the Sesame, 1970s. From the 1970s from Sesame Street. Yeah. Now, I don't... Have you ever seen a book that Sesame Street officially published?
0: Uh, I feel like we had one as a kid, but it might have been attached to the talking uh, Big Bird that you, you remember you stick in the tape... And he starts
1: talking You know, I'd actually blocked that memory out And I was happy with my life until was, this yeah, moment, We like, had a Teddy Ruxpin esque. I can yeah, recall. But there him. was a. But there was yeah. a Big Bird where you would stick in a cassette yeah. tape, and
0: I feel like he would read along um, to a book.
1: Would yeah, very Teddy Ruxpin esque. Yeah, but ripping off on Teddy Ruxpin. I had forgotten this. Um, yeah, but I, I, I can see full Big Bird. Of I can see the big, information. No, but I can see this Big Bird of which you speak. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's possible, yes, we had a book. I always try um, to shut his mouth closed. <laughs> yes! And then he'd go... It was like Furbies before they existed. Yeah. Because yeah. he couldn't cry out for help. <laughs> it wasn't in his recording. We were normal children. Uh, totally oh, normal. come on. Torturing toys is a normal part of children. Take that, toy story. Um, so the thing about Sesame Street books is they all suck. And this is... They all They have always been terrible They always will be terrible They are uniquely terrible To the point where people have been like Sesame Street, you're so good at television Why are you so bad at children's literature? And there is no good reason for it They're simply horrible There may be one exception to Besides the monster at the end of this book I have a scratch and sniff uh, Sesame Street book Called This is True See no evil, hear no evil, smell no evil Because it is a scratch and sniff book The text is not great, but the title <laughs> makes it all worth it that's the, What do you smell? You smell, oh my gosh The whole premise is there's a clubhouse on Sesame Street It was recently painted, so it smells like paint And that's not good, right So they want to put things that smell nice So Ernie and Bert go to get nice things But Oscar is also there trying to make it stinky so he'll bring in sardines, and they'll bring in roses, and then he'll bring in, like, it was just, it's So you it's the book disgusting. smells like yeah, sardines you and roses? Yeah, you scratch different things, and they really, it to this day, the book came out, I assume, not that long after this one. And it still smells very, very well. Hmm. Yeah, I'm very proud of that book. But beyond that book, they all suck. Yet, <laughs> and yet, this book has endured and is memorable. And people, like, I've had people say, like, I remember no books from my childhood except this book. Wow. Yeah. Um, for Sesame Street groupies like myself, uh, John Stone, its author, was one of the heavyweights behind the show itself. He actually wrote and produced the television program. Uh, Joan Dance Cooney, who also created it, called him probably the most brilliant writer of children's television material in America. And of course, if you would like to know more about John Stone, you can read Street Gang The Complete History of Sesame Street by Michael Davis, which covers a lot of this ground. But it's the illustrator we know nothing about. Hmm. The illustrator, uh, Mike, let's say Smolin, is completely forgotten to the sands of time. Uh, he did other books for Sesame Street. Great cookie thief, anyone? No? Okay. He did strawberry shortcake books. Lego books. Books by C- about SeaWorld and Shamu. He was an advertiser turned illustrator. Uh, he passed away in 2010. This was probably his most famous work, I would say. His most enduring, by far. Oh, and fun fact, uh, this book has a sequel. Oh. And its sequel is Evil. What? Let's see if you can guess why. The, what? what would make a sequel to this book evil? The evil monster at the end of this book. Very close. Remarkably close. It's called Another Monster at the end of this book. Uh-huh. Can you guess who the other monster is, Kate? Is it Oscar? No. He's not a monster, Kate. He's totally a monster. No one in the history of sex readers has ever called him a monster. Ugh, an
0: evil monster? Well, he's
1: evil to me, but I'm sure many... He's very beloved. I just think it's evil to put him in the sequel to this book. Elmo? Yeah. Elmo managed to worm his little Redford way... <laughs> Into the sequel, another monster at the end of this book, which I think is a crime against man. What's wrong with Elmo? Nothing's wrong with Elmo. He can have his own damn books. This book is pure and perfect and does not need a little red monster. You know Elmo was only created to replace Grover from the start. No, he yes, wasn't. Yes, he was. No, he was. That is that's science, Kate. That's no. science. No, no that's no, no, no. facts. Elmo is his own being.
0: You you can't compare Elmo to. They are two separate
1: monsters. They are two separate monsters two until separate... you put them in the other monster at the end of this book. It's a terrible idea. Terrible. Idea. Oh, and weird fact about it. I'm uh, mildly suspicious. Uh, it says that John Stone was the author of that too. Uh, the book came out in 1999. He died in 1997. So what? What? I mean, it's possible he wrote it before he died, and it took two years to publish. Yeah, I suspect it's not the did case. write it from beyond the grave? Ooh, this is no, it's not. October. Never mind. I was going to say this is October. No, nope. it's not. We still got a few more days. We've got okay. This so, comes out in October. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, it's oh. October now. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> uh, and I should say it has. You know, last time we talked with Don't Let the Pigeon Drive the Bus, it has yeah. an app. Well, this has an app too, and its app is awesome. It's a lovely, wonderful app, but it fooled me for a long time uh, because I was convinced they'd gotten Frank Oz to do Grover's voice. I was dead, dead convinced until I actually read who did, and no, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a Grover imitator. <laughs> and it's a really good one.
0: But it's it's different with an app
1: though. It's like
0: it is. Don't put your finger on the screen. Well, and what he is like mm. when
1: he's like tying the pages like you touch the knots and it unties the knots and then the page turns and yeah, mm. it's a completely different. It's it's fine. It's not the book. Right. Yeah, the book is clearly the superior product. Yeah. But as apps go of adaptations from picture books, it makes more sense than a lot of them out there. So. Uh, yeah, the, the interaction, I get that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean... Do they have a better ending in the app? Oh, no. It's uh. exactly... Down to the... Oh, I am so embarrassed. Though he's off screen when he says it, so you just hear it while it's showing Aww. the credits or whatever, <laughs> so... You
0: know, I, yeah, okay. I, I still don't like the ending of this, though. All right. He needs to have that moment of realization. You can't skip past
1: that. That's important. You're making me want to like count how many pages are in this. Because I'm like, well, it's got to be 32, right? But it was a little golden book. It is possible that it's less than 32 pages. I'm going to count right now. Whoa. Okay, so this is 28 pages long. A normal picture book is 32. They had room They literally had four pages to fill Why? And uh, they didn't
0: But why?
1: Because they're why, freaking little Betsy? golden books And they're lame Kate They're lame <laughs> That moment of realization Could have been there And they squandered it Kate They squandered it Just like they squandered your love That's And your faith That's frustrating Because that is I asked weird, for actually. one thing Yeah And I'm denied I'm still trying to work out how you make a 28 page book That's that's a little peculiar How do you fold, anyway Ratings time
0: (laughs) I mean we don't really End this on a great note for me To give it a high rating Well, I like that it breaks the fourth wall mm
1: -hmm. I like that This could be really fun to read out loud It's super fun to read out loud To both individuals and large groups Which is rare
0: He does a a fairly good uh, Illustration of Grover in my opinion he does.
1: He does down to the. Um, I was admiring actually, and I had never really admired it adequately before. But there's this moment when he, he wheels. It's like the when it's like the two page spread of him just saying, "You turn the page," and he has placed the back of his hand on his forehead in this, in this like, "Oh my, oh my stars and goddess, my get, fetch me my smelling salts." Like it's it's it's. I just love that that is the motion that he went with with this.
0: But I, I just cannot get over the end. Like, so I'm funny. not going to let it go. There needs to... I can't... I can't. I'm sorry. I can't. Really? I mean, if you had just put in... Just put in a couple pages in between the... Please, I am so please, scared. Please. please don't turn
1: the page. Please, please, please. Well, but the, but the, your, this is dramatic tension. You're, you're, you're raising... You can't have that moment of catharsis because... The whole point is that he's saying the next page... It's the next page. And then you turn the page okay, and that's then, when you're supposed then, to see then... and you see the the end and you're like, Wait, why am I seeing at the end but I'm not seeing a monster? And then you read the text and you're like, Well at least oh. then
0: change the text to say, Oh I
1: get I'm... it now. Yeah, exactly. Okay, I it doesn't say that. Yeah, no, I would agree. This is in
0: the, the book, and the only one here is me. Like, if you right, just right? Yeah, that... that's
1: true. You could. T- I agree with you. You don't have to add extra pages. You could tweak the words. You could tweak the language here.
0: So, Mr. What was his
1: name? Johnstone.
0: Mr. Stone. Mm. I have qualms. Okay. At okay, least...
1: Mr. Long Dead Johnstone. <laughs> but few miss... objections. But Mr. Smallin,
0: I dig your illustrations. Oh yeah. Um, so I'm going to have to go with, like, a 3.5. Whoa! That is so low! Eh, that is so low! Well, you're not really giving me
1: much to work with here. Well, there's not much to give. It's the Sesame Street book in a golden book format, but... I mean, it's not like the illustrations are magnificent. No, they're not. They're and it's not like the text is amazing. And no, it's not like there's much of a story. Yeah, I mean, so what why are you d- giving me, Betsy? Well, I'm giving you an interactive picture book. That is very effective in its interactive nature. Um, It's one of the few books of its kind, or at least it used to be. Now it's like every other book does this now. You're not giving me much here. Yeah, I'm aware of that. I mean, I can't really. I mean, typography wise, it's gorgeous. But we're not judging the typography, we're judging that, you know, the art is not great. It really comes down to the writing. And as you pointed out, there is a writing glitch in there. Um, so I can't go much higher than what I'm gonna give it. I mean, I am giving it a seven point five. Whoa, that is way too high. That is not way too high. That is that is low compared to what it could be. No, no, no. It's number ten on like the top one hundred picture That is
0: ridiculously high.
1: Seven point five. And what is your you're ridiculously low? What is your reasoning? My reasoning? It's a great read aloud. It is. Oh, this is so much fun to read. And okay. you can read it a hundred times and it never gets old. Okay, so that's one. You can read it out loud, which I already And a hundred times and it never gets old. Okay, that's two things. That what is else? two things. Uh, Like typography. I'm going to go with typography, damn sake. It is. See, look didn't... at that. You can read this across a room. The typography. It's amazing. It's you you funny.
0: Can't, you can't read that little tiny part in yellow out loud. because sure you can.
1: No, because the font's too small. Well, that's they, they're not going to have to see that. The shush is a big thing. Where you're going like, shh. That's the big thing, and then this one—it's indicating how you read. It's like, so please do not turn the page. That's how you read that. See, it's to, and then you and then you have the kid, reach over and giggling like turn the page. Now some people have objected, be like, oh, but you're hurting Grover's feelings. No, you're not. Grover's fine with the whole thing. It, Grover torture is healthy and uh, a good thing to do. So, and I love the little details. I love, like, how it shows, like, every previous page how things have, like, fallen apart and, like, they, they spill over onto the page. No! And, it in, and most important, Kate, most important, love. Love is what people feel for this book. Great go- gooping you... gobs of right, love. Can you just excuse me for just a Wait, second? I'm oh, sure, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> No. I don't think you've considered the power of love. Uh That's the power of love. That's the eighties, Betsy. We're in the seventies here. This actually yeah, you're right. It was seventy one. It was way before that song came out, yeah. Um, yeah. Seven point five, I'm sticking with it, man. I but I can't go to eight. Ugh, I can't believe you're making this a classic It's a classic It's a 5.5 It should not be a classic It should be a classic, cause it's a Sesame Street book Uh, I admit it's weird that I'm And I get that you're gonna have most of the people On your side for this, but
0: I will speak For the very (laughs) Few people (laughs) who
1: Don't think this is worthy Well, actually, you may as you think. It's just a toe-over-the-line classic. It's a toe-over-the-line classic, which is actually its own genre in and of itself, I would say. Yes. Um, And in fact, we did not own this at New York Public Library. Uh, I think I was the first selector to buy it, and the only reason that we didn't have it was it was a little golden book, and NYPL never bought little golden books. Hated them to to their core, because they don't hold up well. Uh, This edition, as you can see, is sturdy, this big little golden book edition. It's not a little golden book in the uh, traditional sense. No, it is so. a it is a big is a tough picture it's a, book. It's, size. it's a big little golden. Usually book. they're much smaller than this. They're yeah. BLGB. A, you just keep working on that. Yeah, and there, yeah. It's really hard. It is, it is a little little difficult. A little <laughs> difficult on the tongue. Yeah. Letters time. Oh good. we will stop talking about this book. <laughs> well, there's not much to say. We didn't get a ton of them this week. Um, but no one really had a problem with you not liking the pigeon, I'm happy to report. Wow. Uh people I'm, su- I'm surprised. Yes. Not that they agreed with you necessarily. It's just they didn't have as big a problem as you might think. So for Kirsten, for example, uh tweeted uh cracking up as I listened to Kate's refusal to buy into the magic <laughs> of don't let the pigeon drive the bus. I'm not doing it. Yeah. She <laughs> says, uh, I love this book so much, I have the bumper sticker. And then she proceeded to tweet a picture of a bumper... St- I've never seen this bumper sticker before. It says, The pigeon may not drive this vehicle. And it was apparently produced by the Eric Carle Museum of Picture Book Art, which, of course, is in the same town where Mo Wilms lives anyway. So, huh. And he has a, a metal red sculpture of an elephant that you're not allowed to climb on at that museum. So there you go. The more you know. ba, 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 ba. Mm-hmm. Hey, yeah. Why would you... Ugh. I'm not No. I think this we're dedicating this month as books to annoy Kate with. <laughs> and uh, I think my track record's pretty slick. I'm
0: looking forward to uh, October where you can give me
1: like some like some creepy carrots oh, or yeah, yeah. spider and the fly. I do I like... think I guess the next, the question is, should I do a creepy book for every week in October? I'm okay with that. Okay. I'm gonna do the only really classic Picture book for Halloween That everyone can agree on There's a couple There's a couple But there's not a a ton Ooh I know exactly what to do Okay Alright My plan is in place Moving on Moving on Grown-up things we like Oh So Last weekend
0: I went to Montreal And Quebec City Uh Uh-huh By accident
1: I'm sorry Um, Oui, oui (laughs) (laughs) They don't say it like that They have the Canadian accent on their French Right Eh we, eh. eh. oui. eh. <laughs> um,
0: yeah. So we, uh, I went to Quebec City uh-huh. and spent the day there. I saw the, I'm gonna butcher this, but the Montmorency Falls, which are a hundred feet taller than Niagara Falls. What? Uh, yeah, that's a thing, and they're gorgeous. Um, Why went, do they have such bad PR? <laughs> Because it's French. I don't know. Uh, No one ever tried to go over them in a barrel. Went to, I saw the the, Le Chateau Frontenac, which is the most, uh, I think, photographed hotel in, I don't know, at least in Canada. I mean, it is very famous. It's where FDR and Churchill met twice uh, during World War II to talk because every other place would have been like, too obvious, and this was, like, the secret place to go.
1: With Stalin, like, on the outside, banging on the door, like, I yeah. know you guys are in there. Let me in. I can hear you. I have cookies. <laughs> you need me for the western front. Wait, no. So, sorry. No, no. Wrong word. No. no right. okay. wrong. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Anyway, <laughs> so
0: I learned that Canada means little village. and really? I Really? Canada means little village? Yeah, because, uh, huh. Because it's just as, well, it's, it's, Like, Russia, it's a very big country, but there's not that many people. That's true. So, little village. Um, I I had poutine. Oh, I'm sorry. (laughs) It was interesting. It was made with uh, shredded cheese instead of cheese curds. So, not as cheesy as it could have been. And then in Montreal, we, uh, we did a tour of uh i went to olympic stadium Mm -hmm. and notre dame and saw the biosphere nice and so yeah i got my canadian french on very good what'd you get me um this candle that it's from our own candle company and it smells like maple sugar maple syrup
1: actually it, it does smell like maple syrup it, Which is really disturbing And it, I got stopped at security twice because of it Okay, well that's nice Th- Thanks Kate You're welcome Well my grown up thing I like is giving people presents too And I got a book that I read Are you gonna give it to me? I'm giving it to you really? And the thing about this book is This is not for kids And there's nothing inappropriate about it But both I and a co-worker read it separately And we met and we were like this is a book for adults. And clearly this isn't a book for adults who have cats. What? So this is a new picture book. It's coming out from Chronicle like right now. It's called "I Hate My Cats: A Love Story. It's by David Aww. Kali and it is illustrated by first timer Anna uh, Paroli Anna Paroli, who is uh, Italian, or at least she lives in Milan, and uh, David Kali, David Kali, I'm sorry, David Kali. Uh, Who lives in France and Italy? And it is a delight, but it is not a book that I would actually give to a kid. I mean, I would give it, you could, and maybe they'd like the cute cats inside, but this is such a clearly a cat owner book. And I have never read that much of a cat owner book before. I
0: do own a cat. You
1: do. And I think he you is are going to see... 17 pounds of rescue shelter loving. I have a feeling you're going to see a lot of your cat in the cats in this book. So Aww. if y'all out there know an adult who has a cat and you want to get them a picture book with cats, I highly, highly recommend this book. I Hate My Cats, a love story by David Khalid. And it's
0: cute, because then the, on the dedication page, they dedicate it to their, to their cats. And then they have
1: portraits of the cats. <laughs> this is clearly from a place of love.
0: And on the cover, it's a black cat, and I used to have a black oh, cat. Oh, the black cat
1: is very sweet in this book. You will you will like this book. Okay. Yeah. Thank you for the book. You are welcome.
0: There's no monsters in it. Uh, none, well, not until the end.
1: Yeah. What? Wait, <laughs> Wait, what? No, okay, moving on. Okay. I'm um, in Betsy. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, All yeah. right. Bye. Fuse 8 and Kate is a Fuse number 8 production. You can reach us at FuseKate8 at gmail.com. You can follow our podcast at Twitter at FuseKate. That's Fuse underscore Kate. You can follow us on Instagram at Fuse8Kate. That's Fuse number 8, Kate. Follow us on iTunes and rate our podcast if you're so inclined. Our music is by Haddon Givens Kime, and our Schmetterling is Drew Atienza. Views 8 and Kate is a creation of Kate Ramsey and Betsy Bird and does not reflect the views of School Library Journal.